Welcome to the Restless Midlifer podcast, helping you get life back on your terms and recapture that spirit of adventure. Hi, and welcome to episode 66 of the Restless Midlifer podcast. And this is the last of a series of reshares where I revisit some of the earlier podcast episodes back when the Restless Midlifer was called the Sprout Sweater. The reason I'm I'm sharing these earlier ones is both to give you a bit of a foundation, particularly if you haven't caught up with those earlier episodes, and also to refresh, as I've talked about and referred to a lot of the content of the last six weeks in the, pre, the the more recent episodes. And I think they are a good foundation to it. The other reason is I have, and I am, focusing on the Restless Midlife, uh, the Reshape Academy, uh, Midlife Reshape Academy, which I am launching to offer some support to those of you who want to improve your health and lose weight and, and what have you. And I'll come back to that shortly. This episode is about focusing on getting proactive with our life. And this ties in with the theme of the first of the reshares that I did this this in this series, six weeks ago now, Um, but also in relation to a lot of what I talk about over the weeks. It's about how life can take over. It can direct and give us a direction of travel. And actually what we need to do is take some time out to focus on choosing and directing and working on our life rather than it being in our life and taking control of the direction. So that's the the aim of the podcast this week, to give you that direction, some food for thought, as I always do, and hopefully some ideas and tips. Uh, So let me know your thoughts or questions or any feedback by emailing me at dave at restlessmidlifer.com. And as I've mentioned the last few weeks, I've launched the Midlife Reshape Academy over at midliferishape.com. And again, that's born out of working with a lot of clients over the last few years who are seeking to re-inject some adventure into midlife. And what has been universal for me and them and, and many people I speak to in this midlife period of ours is that health We've t- perhaps taken our eye off the ball, lost that sense of energy, vitality, perhaps put a few pounds of weight on, and just don't feel so comfortable in our skin. And there's been some great results achieved by my clients over the time. They've done the work um, over the years. And the learning that I've gained from that, the research that I've done into how to form habits, how to shape our environment to uh, lead to more healthier uh, eating and activity and to deal with the stories in our head that we, we build up over time has led to me developing the Reshape Accelerator program, which is in the Midlife Reshape Academy. And you'll find programs and coaching to support that and um, to help you really achieve your, your midlife health goals. So hop on over to midlifereshape.com to learn more and check out some of the client case studies and testimonials. Take care for now. As we lift off the pad and before we get into the episode, don't forget, if you find that the demands of life and the meaning of it all is leading you to sleepless nights, tossing and turning, deep and not so deep questions rattling around your head, then hop on over to SproutSweater.com and gain access to my free Operation Snooze Sleep Improvement audio program. Start getting your head back and your shit together so you can start getting life back on your terms. SproutSweater.com we all love a good tip, tactic or solution, don't we? I know I do. Um, whenever I'm faced with a setback or a problem or I need to change something in or about my life, I often default to finding a tactic or a solution to get it sorted. Losing weight? Well, what foods do I ditch or add in? Get fit? Well, what exercise is best for me and how do I get it done? And so on. And what's wrong with that? Well, nothing up to a point, and I will get to that. The thing is, I can quickly identify something and then implement it. And maybe I even develop a bit of a rough action plan, an overall goal, but I get to work. I get to work on it whilst I'm also getting on with life too. 
And honestly, that's great too, isn't it? There's a problem, let's search for a solution, then fix it or resolve it and move on. Let's face it, life is full on anyway, isn't it? I don't have time to faff about. Just get it sorted, implement the action and move on. Nothing to see here. Great. But as I've said several times on the podcast and many more times in conversations with others, that is great. So long as the life we're living is pretty much on track with where we want to go and how we want to live it and how we want to experience it. If you have even given that any thought in the first place, let's be let's be truthful about that. The trouble is, working at that tactical level, i.e. the level of doing, is great if one of two things are true. One, you don't particularly care about the direction of your life or what you do, so long as you're okay and you enjoy it. You know, I'm not knocking that, and indeed many of us overthinkers like me could probably do with a little more hands-off and more go with the floor. Or is it two, you have a reasonably clear idea of how you want to live life. You're already on track. You know what you want to achieve and how you intend to satisfy those deeper drives. You know, that voice that prods you to say, come on, there's more to this. There's more to you. Step up. And again, that's great if you are already great at checking in on how you're living up to that. But I'm guessing that many of you are like me. Um, You've perhaps spent more than enough of your life not really thinking about what you want from life. Or you may have had some dreams and ambitions as a kid, but they seem to have kind of morphed into one track. Perhaps it's a career track or a role like a parent or partner or carer. And you've stopped indulging those dreams or even thinking about them. And perhaps at some point, you've realised that that wasn't enough. And you've asked yourself that question, is this it? And you desperately want the answer to be, nope, there's more, there's so much more. But there's just so much to do in any given day, isn't there? So much is expected of you, so many day-to-day things to do that keep you afloat or move you slowly in a direction that, to be fair, you haven't really thought out. You're living your life day-to-day and moment-by-moment by doing, by fixing, solving, rolling up your sleeves, dropping into the couch with a bottle of beer or a glass of wine and switching off to some trashy TV on a night. Life's okay. In fact, it can be great. But there's just there's just something, something down there in the pit of your stomach or the back of your mind nagging. That still small voice insistently but quietly prodding at you, telling you, there's more. And what do we do when we have that voice? Well, chances are, if you're like me, you pick up a self-help book or you listen to a podcast or you watch some moving and inspirational movie or TV program. And for a moment, you dream and you imagine, what if that could be me? Or if only. And then life calls again and we're back to it. Don't get me wrong, it's not as depressing as it sounds. We can live that way and it can be an enjoyable life. But is it meeting that deeper need? And for me, after years of living this way, that voice got louder and louder and more insistent. And (laughs) it took more alcohol, work and denial to, well, deny it really. (laughs) So, So here's where the idea of working on your life rather than in it comes in. Now, I don't mean to stop working in your life. Obviously, like me, you'll have responsibilities and things that need to be done. But what I do mean is that you take some time out more regularly to work on your life, your vision, the direction of travel, where you are now versus where you want to be, and then checking, 
checking what needs to change, checking on what you're already doing to see if it's actually moving you in that direction or whether it's actually actively working against that. And then as part of that working on your life, developing some sort of transitional plan, that vision, that plan that moves you in that direction. And this is where I think many of us could do with a little bit more working on our life than in our life. And for, for those of you who might kind of say that's a familiar phrase or you've already spotted where it comes from if you're in business, that's quite a cliche or the phrase work on your business, not just in your business. It's a bit of a cliche in the business world. And like so many cliches, there's so much truth behind it. It's in terms of business, it's about how much time you're spending working and just running your business rather than deciding how you want it to be, where you want it to go. It's a prompt, really, that phrase of work on your business, not just in your business, to remind you and any business owner that focusing on the day-to-day, getting sales, keeping up the, the bookkeeping, the networking, doing the marketing, dealing with customer issues, et cetera, et cetera, is vital. But it can be so consuming and it consume you to the point that you forget to take time to step away from the business to decide what you actually want from the business, both in the here and now, i.e. what kind of clients do you want to work with? What kind of experiences do you want to have in your business? And also what you want from the business in the longer term. Do you want to grow it big enough to sell? Do you want it to just provide you with a nest egg for retirement? Or do you want it to be a lifestyle that you can enjoy long into your, your later years? What do you want from it? And if we're not careful in business, because it's so consuming, we can forget to do that. That's why that cliche, work on your business, not just in your business, is so important. But let's go back to my original twist on that. What about working on your life, not in your life? What do you want from your life? Life is so full on, isn't it? It's so full on, demanding so much of you. And that's great because it, it means we can we can feel like we're part of something. We can feel like we are uh, part of a community uh, process, uh, um, bringing people up, you know, family, nurturing relationships. But we can sometimes lose sight of a bigger picture and what's in it for us. And that's not selfish. It's not selfish. So what do you want from your life? And I guess these are my questions that I want you to think of today. And I'm going to build on this next week and I'll come back to what I'm going to cover in next week's podcast. But my questions for you are, when was the last time you stepped away from your life and just took some time out to simply reflect on it? Consider how it meets your needs and desires. Um, How does it reflect your values? Who you are? What is it a statement of you? Who are you? Do you even know who you are? Have you discovered that? Have you lost that? And have you, does your life reflect your gifts, the the things that you're really good at, your strengths? And above all, (laughs) how much of it are you actually enjoying? And are you doing what you enjoy more often than not? Now, for now, that's not a judgment. It's not to say, oh, I'll stuff it. My life's totally not what it is. Throw it out. Let's go off and do exactly what I want. We all live in uh, an environment with responsibilities and we all have to take care of that and live up to our responsibilities. I'm not saying we chuck that out. I just want you to consider, when was the last time you gave that some thought? And question two, if it's been a while, what I'd like you to do, encourage you to do, is make a commitment. Make a commitment now to find 20 minutes today or tomorrow and each week thereafter, get it in the diary, And use this just as a starting point for now and give yourself 20 minutes. 
where you make space for yourself to step away and just reflect on where you are with your life and perhaps jot down some thoughts or ideas in a journal or a notebook, get it down and just think about where you are with your life in comparison to those previous questions. You know, how is your life suiting you and serving you? Are you doing things you enjoy? Is it playing to your strengths and your gifts? Is it reflecting your values? Um, Is it meet your bigger goals and desires and perhaps even those childhood ambitions that you had for yourself? And then the third thing is take a 10 minute break each day over the next week. Five minutes if you're struggling for 10 minutes, but 10 minutes if you can. And just put away the to-do lists, park them, put away other people's agendas and just let your mind wander. Go for a walk, stare out the window, do nothing in particular. Now, (laughs) this might seem a waste of time, but believe me, what can often happen is ideas Thoughts, realizations can pop into your mind at times like that. How many times have you been working away so focused on something to only stop, perhaps go to the loo, go for a walk, go and get a a drink from the, the drinks machine, take a shower for something to pop into your head when you're not thinking about the problem or the issue. So take time out to do nothing in particular. It is not dead time. It is not wasted time. What you're doing is allowing your subconscious brain the part of your brain that is actually the vast majority of your brain's activity to just reflect on perhaps what you've been consciously thinking about your life and surface a few thoughts or feelings or ideas or reflections or insights that might be useful. You never know. They might be astounding or insightful or just silly. Whatever. Just allow your subconscious to the chance to surface anything that it feels you need to know in relation to your life. And in next week's episode, I'll provide you with a bit of a framework to help you craft a clearer vision for your life and to help you see how small but significant sprout-sized tactics and changes can help you move that way. Not by providing you with the specific tactics. I've talked about some of those tactics, for example, how to improve your sleep in previous episodes. I won't be talking about specific tactics to specific problems or solutions, uh, problems or challenges, what I will be doing is providing you a bit of a framework to help you identify the tactics yourself and give you a means of identifying your own path and the steps to move you forward. Thank you for listening. You will find all show notes, links and resources mentioned at restlessmidlifer.com. And why not spread the word? If you know a fellow Restless Midlifer, share the show and the links. And if you haven't already, subscribe to it in your podcast feed of choice. And one more thing, if you enjoy the show, it would be great if you could rate it by visiting restlessmidlifer.com forward slash review. It would mean a lot. And I may even give you a shout out in return. And a quick final thanks to my production assistant, Karen North of North VA, and for the music, which is called Silver Star by the awesome Logan Nicholson of Music for Makers. Check out musicformakers.com. Take care for now. And don't forget, you really can live a less stressful, much healthier and more meaningful midlife. Go re-adventure.